to it, boss. But, and then that was the that was the jump right out of the gate. And then I think that next week, March Madness was on. Yeah, that and was. You were in my office <laughs> watching March Madness, so it didn't take long for us really to get going. No, it didn't take long. But that at all. next week, we had a bet on Michigan State. I'll never now forget first it. Duke. First Duke, plus two Michigan State. And we were screaming and hollering in my office. Well, it was a big, it was a big one. That it was one, a huge game. We had to have it. But, <laughs> but then uh, the a video circulates because one of our employees that was in there too took a video of it. We got called up to the office that next day. Yeah, and got in trouble. And that's what kind of started just the banter. Ah, shit, Grace, I did it again. What did I do? Cut my nuts with another shitty razor. Those are the screams I used to make when I would cut myself shaving before I knew about Manscaped. Thank you, Manscaped, for turning my loud shrieks into multiple peaks. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. So with one guy with a set of balls to another guy with a set of balls, take care of your balls. Use Manscaped today, getting 20% off all Manscaped orders. When you use promo code Bobby Balls, yes, Bobby Balls gets you 20% off all Manscaped order today. Take care of your nuts today. Yeah, well, that was, the, you know, there's a lot of stories that we can roll through, um, but, I mean, that definitely is up there. I mean, what about you know, the story with uh, Rudy Gobert? Do you remember? Yeah, that's oh, a good story, yeah, too. do I ever. I remember that. Like, that wasn't that long ago. Do I ever remember the Rudy Gobert story? Let it rip. Well, I mean, I think we were supposed to hang that night or something like that. Yeah, the Jazz were staying at the hotel. They tend to stay at the hotel a lot. Great team, by the way. Really nice, dynamic. The best. They're really good guys. And then, um, so we were supposed to hang out, and you work in the morning shift. We were going to watch the game. And so I said, I think you said something like around 530, I'll be off, I'll be ready to go. So it was around like 5.45, almost 6 o'clock, and I hadn't seen you. Normally, as soon as your shift was done, you were gangbusters out of there. Yeah. You, yeah. you didn't you, – you don't, you're, not, you're not built like me in the sense that – Beeline there. No. <laughs> you do your eight hours, and that's it. 5.30, I'm gone. <laughs> the t- toolbox is going home. That's I'm it. Gone. So I was – I called you, and I said, hey, what's, what's the plan? Are we still watching this game? And you said, yeah, cuts. I just – I got a couple things I'm, <laughs> I'm hanging on to uh, with the team. We're getting ready to go to the game. And I was thinking about it. I was like – 545 the game's at seven like you'd think a professional sports team they would have been at the arena at like four o'clock so i thought it was a little bit strange and then i hung up with you and then you gave me another you remember you called me back rudy gobert forgot his shoes (laughs) in his room his basketball sneakers in his room so i was left since i was responsible for that department to go run these shoes to the staple center by the time the game started. Oh, my God. So there was some Maserati promotion going on to where we had cars there. So I hop in the Maserati. I'm driving <laughs> on the way. And on the way, I think to myself, I go, Joe, we got to take the Lakers. Yeah, you call me back. I think we took the first half. Yeah. I said, we got to take the Lakers. First <laughs> There's no way I'm going to I think I told it. you, I said, Rob, just take the slowest route. If we can get them out for half a quarter. I was ready to stop at Red Lobster <laughs> and just go down PCH for another 30 minutes. I'm thinking, if Gobert doesn't have his shoes, there's no chance in hell he's their main player. Well, he's their defensive centerpiece. Yeah, he does everything for them. So I remember calling you. 
We take the game. I thought you were joking. No, I had the, literally the shoes in my back in seat. In Maserati. They said, you go meet a Utah jazz ball boy outside of the Staples Center. <laughs> okay? So I went. I met the jazz ball boy. We take the first half. I'm listening to it on the radio. The first thing I hear is, and Gobert slams one home, and the Jazz go up 10. <laughs> the Lakers end up not hitting the bet. It was like from that movie, Like Mike, where he needs his shoes. Yeah. Except Gobert didn't how was, need his how shoes. How was he playing if you had his shoes? Did he borrow somebody else's? Well, it, for, but that's the stupid thing about it. For us to think that, that he didn't have a spare thing of shoes. We kind of jumped the gun on yeah. that. He plays in the NBA. Who were we to think that he wasn't going to have a spare a set? high school game. Yeah. Like he had to run over to the Nike store. Kid forgot his jock strap. Yeah. <laughs> this guy ends up having a huge game. The Lakers won, but we just didn't cover the first half. Yeah, that's too bad. Now, moving on for the Ask Bob segment here, okay? okay? For what the people want to know, we all know the Ask Bob segment. Everybody's favorite part of the show here. Rick Taroni, perfect name out of Mendham, New Jersey. Would like to know, Cold Cuts, this is for you. What's your Mount Rushmore of fast food joints? Well, I do tend to eat a more than more fast food than I should, you know, because of the late hours I work. But if I'm going, how many am I doing? Four? Well, Mount Rushmore, Mount Rushmore's four, not five, I believe. Four. Okay, so four. four. Yeah, it's four, four. Yeah? yeah? So four, at four, I think I'm going to go with, um, I think I'm going to go with Wendy's at four. Wendy's is really Wendy's good. Wendy's takes the four seat. Yeah, it's good. But the problem is in L.A. where I live, there's just not enough of them. I They're agree. hard to find. So if there were but more. Don't, but don't hold that against Wendy's. Well, no, but it's good. It's in my top four. <laughs> okay. Well, but, I'm not but, holding but out. But from a location standpoint, like people on the East Coast are putting in their Mount Rushmore uh, in and out. Yeah, that's that's a bad play, though. Because if you're doing Mount Rushmore, it's like what you eat the most, right? Okay. Like what's your favorite? So I say Wendy takes the four spot. Good um, for Wendy. The th yeah, Wendy's great. Third spot's going to be one of your favorites is Chick-fil-A. That gets the three seed? Yeah, the three seed gets Chick-fil-A. It's, it's, it's great. I love it. But I'm not a big chicken guy. I like a beef patty. I like burger, like a regular style burger normally. And, you know, they don't have that. If they start bringing the cows in... You know the beef in into the into the mix, then yeah, they. they I just jump. can't believe they're in the three seed. Okay, what's your two? Your top three. Number two is Five Guys. That is a great classic style burger. That it's a I little more pricey, okay. but but I, I mean I'm all for that. Um, and then number one, it's it's a no brainer. It's it's Taco Bell. Taco See? Taco Woo! Bell. That's what I'm talking nah. about. Uh, it's a hundred percent. I love me some. Texi Mex or whatever it is, Let like, and they just. Joe, you have Taco Bell for lunchtime. Your day's done. No, I, I, my body's become immune to it. I've eaten quite a few, you know. See, I think with Mount Rushmore's with fast food, if you wanted to take Taco Bell, you could put it on there, but you have to consider the fact of whether you're intoxicated or not. Oh no, <laughs> Taco Bell and intoxicated is the best. It's a totally different ball game. Going to Taco Bell sober and intoxicated. Is I mean, you can get so much value for your money. They got that value menu. You can have like six things for less than $10. That's true. So I can just load up. And everything they do is great. You just got to add sour cream. Yeah. Well, they're always <laughs> going to throw that in there. All right, cats. Greg Sawyer, Birmingham, Alabama. What, this one's for me. What's the funniest cold cuts moment you've seen? That's tough. I would say, I mean, it, it's something recent that's fresh in my mind 
was me telling you about an 11 o'clock tea time. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> you, <laughs> and you were wondering why I was telling you just to sleep on the couch. I told you we had an 11 o'clock tea time when really the tea time was 7. Yeah, it didn't make sense to me at the time. Take me through you waking up to me pushing you at 6.50 in the morning. Well, I think it was another late night of work, and I was planning on playing. The only reason you got me to say yes is because you said 11 o'clock. I didn't work the next day. I was off. So right. I think it was my first day off in like two weeks. So I thought, okay, I can get a little rest, and I never say no to a golf game. But then I, you wanted me to sleep over, which is rare. It's not – I thought it was <laughs> a little – Sleep on the couch. Sleep <laughs> on the couch. Take the sofa. So I, 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 I don't know. I just kind of did it, and then I woke up in the middle of the night, it felt like. And all of a sudden, you're like, cuts, get ready, we're golfing. I thought, there's no way in hell it's 9 or 10 o'clock in the morning at this time. Right. Like, there's no way. And, uh, yeah, sure enough, that was it. You threw me a cup of coffee, and I kind of stumbled my way onto the course. But You know, it, and the more I think about it, it, it's it's such a messed up play on my part. But if you, if you counter in, the best times to catch you content-wise are far and away when you don't see it coming. Yeah, you catch me by storm. Yeah, and that was a storm. I mean, watching you wake up and go, I felt for you, but then at the same time, I'm thinking to myself, content-wise, I can't catch Kutch at a better moment than what he's at right now. That's true. I mean, I don't think I would have said no if you told me 7 a.m. I might have rallied. Right. I might have. Well, you know who's always great for a 7 a.m. tea time? Who? And maybe just because he's German and this is like their thing, oh, yeah. is Das Rapp. Oh, this guy wants to get to the course two hours before tea time. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. <laughs> he he puts about 500 putts in. Oh, it's um, you know, he still shanks the first golf ball off the, oh, the number the, one tee. You know, for people who, who, <laughs> who don't watch the Instagram, we have a thing called the International Carpool, which is all, except for me, an American, you're from Canada, Eric the Big Maple Bladder is from He's Canada as well. well yeah. And then Das Rob, who's German from, sensation. Straight out of Germany. Now we're talking heart of Germany. The nicest guy I've ever met in my life. Do give me a Das give me a Das Rob impression on the golf course. Das Rob on the course. Give me give me da, give me Das Rob on the golf course. Uh Robbie, um, <laughs> I think if you uh, have a couple of spare tees, um, <laughs> I, I might have misplaced mine today. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, let's get after it, boys. Let's have a good round. And um, no matter what, we're having fun. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Uh, you know, we're all good sports here. And uh, at the end of the day, you know, I'm just happy to be out with my, with my brothers. <laughs> I don't know, dude. You can't put me on the spot like that. Well, actually, speaking of putting you on the spot, you don't know this one's coming. This is from oh. Zach Spaltz, Toronto, Canada. So we had to take the question. Big fan of the Canadian. Well, you're not going to be fan a big base. fan of him after this. Cold <laughs> Cuts, what is your go-to karaoke song, and can you sing it? No, Rob. Can, I'm not. I already did a tackle. Let it. Let it. Let no. it. Let well, it rip. For, for starters, I don't have a favorite. I, 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 I mix it up. Cold Cuts is an absolute karaoke king. What yeah. would you say your go-to song well, is? Well, again, like I don't have a go-to. It depends on the group and the crowd that I'm with. Right, right, fair. So if we're out with a big crowd and I want to get a rise, I'll do something really ballsy that most people wouldn't do. I'd do like a Whitney Houston. 
But that was that was what that was. I mean, massive. remember that video went totally. viral. Can't beat it. But if it's just your average time, I mean, I'll mix it up. You know what I've been listening to lately? I watched that movie uh, um, with Lady Gaga and and uh, Brad, oh, uh, Bradley Star, Cooper. Stars born. Stars born. Are yeah. You? That shallow song is lit. Would you rip, would you rip shallow? Do I have to right now? Well, Spaltz wanted to ask if that's your go-to karaoke song. I think Spaltz asked you to well, sing. We, the song. I mean, it's going to be a cappella because there's no background Folks, music. You got coming in right oh, now, only on the brilliantly dumb show, Joey. I might need some water Joey, here, dude. Let's my give him some is, water. I have know, some. Uh, loosen up the vocal cords. Nature's course. finest, Poland Spring there. Well, you are about to get Joey Coldcuts is going to let rip right before his work shift. Eight day bender in France. Yeah. Karaoke style. A oh. star is born. Are we let, doing this? We're going to fucking do it. All right. Let's, let's go. Okay, here we go. I'm going to sing the Bradley Cooper version because the Lady Gaga yeah, part just is. Give, just, <laughs> and, and That's a bit you, much, dude. You do, you're doing this for sports. Spots. I want. I want a DM, ass, buddy. You got to deliver uh, with a rating. You don't have to get the whole song, but just show the show the range of the vocal cords. All right, here we go. Here he goes. This is Joey Coldcut's "Shallow." Tell me something, boy. Are there, uh, well, uh, <laughs> see, you're putting me on the spot here now. You know, dude. I gotta pull out the. You know, you're throwing me off. You know. <laughs> I'm saying the, I'm saying I'm not going to do the the, the Gaga yeah, version, and yeah, I started off with yeah. the Gaga. Okay, Perfect I'm ready. Karaoke for West Hollywood. I, I hope this isn't live recorded. I hope we can edit that part <laughs> Indeed out. Indeed, it is. Alex, you oh, keep that shit. Jesus. Oh, it's all staying. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, the big flop right off the bat. All right, small right, round here, two. Round here two. It is. You're only good as your second. Round. Okay. <laughs> Tell me something, girl. Are you happy in this modern world? Or do you need more? Is there something else you're searching for? I'm falling. <laughs> In all the good times, I find myself longing for change. And in the bad times, I feel myself. I'm on the deep end, watch as I dive in. I'll never meet the ground. Crash through the surface where they can't hurt us. We're far from the shallow now. There you That's go. It. I'm oh, there it is. And I had to do the deep voice because he's really deep uh, on I'll it. I'll be honest, that was way better than I expected. It to be. <laughs> yeah, no, you know what? I saw when Spaltz put the question on there. I said, we, we got to let yeah. it rip with this. Oh, oh my. what a story. I'm like a personal Jeez. playground out here just getting me to do all these oh, different things. Oh, jeez. Cold Cuts, uh, another question that, that I have on you. Do you enjoy, how much have you enjoyed being on the Instagram, going out golfing with the crew? Oh, it's the best. You know what? I think the best part about it, and in all honesty, like this is, I, I, for those of you who don't know, the first time I met Rob, I said right off the bat, I said he's one of the funniest guys I've ever met. And I said to him, I said, you know, he can really make something out of this. But the beauty of it all is that we just go out and just fuck around. 
can I can I swear? Yeah, I'm fuck like, yeah, you yeah. Can so swear. you can fucking swear, right? We kind of fuck around a it's little. It's fucking bit. encouraged. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure I'm not breaking any rules here. But we just we just get after it. We have the we have a blast. Our group is just an amazing group of people, and we have a blast. And people seem to love it, you know. And you know the whole cold cuts thing. It's kind of been like a persona or whatever, but it's wild, you know. Like I was in San Diego last, you know, a few weeks ago for the farmers insurance. I was walking down the golf course. I think. Three, four people came up to me and said, Cold Cuts, can we – Isn't it weird, though? It's when, weird. When being that, that you're working at a luxury hotel, don't you at times have guests call you Cold well, Cuts? Well, the staff want to call me Cold Cuts, too, <laughs> and I put a hard stop to that right away. I mean, if you're going to your boss and say, hey, Cold Cuts, uh, can I take my break now? It kind of reduces a little bit of the you know, the prestige you're giving hey, your boss. Um, cold Cuts, I, I really apologize. My stomach is really hurt, and I don't think I can make it into work. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, well uh, I'll, I'll do the job. Don't worry. Well, folks, there he is. You got a little bit of him there. You're going to get a lot moving forward of the big fella, Joey Cold Cuts, making a lot of appearances here on the Burnley Dump Show. Again, expect more. Cold Cuts, let's get you back to work. Oh, dude, and this is amazing. You know, I remember the first episode we did was in our living room. Remember, we were hovering around. You didn't even have a laptop, so you no. used mine for like four months. And then I think that uh, we had like this one little mic, and we were both trying to talk in it at the I same time. I used a little, like a little coat hanger to kind of <laughs> just just prop the mic perfectly I'd, up. I had to be careful because I'd go in to say something. I'd have to be careful that I wasn't like banging his head. <laughs> you know, now we got a little, we got a great setup here. This is. And many more to come, my friend. Well, I'm thrilled to, ha to be on here, and uh, anytime you need me to belt out a vocal or two, I guess. Bring me on out. Cold Cuts, thanks for hopping on the show. You take care now. Thank you. All right, folks, there he is, the big fella. Six foot one, 235, give or take, the king of the north. Vancouver's finest, you're looking at none other than Joey, cold cuts, cold cuts. Thanks for being on the show today. This is the third time now. Look at look at the setup we Number got three. going on here. Number three, coming off a bender oh. in France, an eight-day bender, dressed to the nines. Alex, have you seen somebody dressed this well coming into the studio? Th this is a first. I'll, yeah, I'll <laughs> well, say well, that. Yeah. Keep in mind, I got to go straight to work after this. It's been it's been a little bit of a long haul. All right, folks, hang right with us here. Time to pay the bills just to let you folks know that with the new Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0, cuts and nicks are officially a thing of the past. This is their third generation trimmer featuring advanced skin safe technology so you keep your bad boys nice and smooth. If you support the Brilliantly Dumb Show, you don't only support the show, you support your ball sack. From one guy supporting his ball sack to another, order Manscaped today. Promo code Bobby Balls to get twenty percent off your new lawnmower today. I want it, Cold Cuts. I want to jump into the France thing because the first thing that just I don't get it. I don't understand why you would do it. I got a call from Tamara, who's our friend at the who was at this wedding in France. I wasn't there. I wish I was. Um, you requested a song, the first song right out of the gate at the wedding. For Cotton Eye Joe, yeah. don't you think you should give the DJ a little bit of a chance? Well, <laughs> no, he was taking requests. I mean, don't you? 
Yeah, he's going to take requests, but that's after a couple songs. But it wasn't the first song the couple dances to, so I waited. I gave them that. They did some Sam Smith song. Then I felt like, you know what? We needed something that would get the people up on the dance floor. But And did anybody have any complaints to you coming? And mind you, Cotton Eye Joe, I don't know if they play that in France. Well, I kind of led the charge. Yeah, you, you sure was helping. <laughs> what did the DJ say to you? Well, I think he had to look up the song because he didn't have it in the playlist. <laughs> so he was kind of a real French guy. So he asked like for the translation. I think I put it from English to French because I don't it, know. It's the most basic. It's like playing, asking to play Twist and Shout. But that's another great song. You no. need something that's going to get the people going. You know, everybody's just finishing off their meal. It's, uh, you know, you, you, the dance floor is kind of waiting. It's just like waiting for people to get out there. So you want something yeah, you that's going to like lighten out the, the crowd a little bit. You, you know? were out there all right. <laughs> what, what's the difference between a wedding in France and an American wedding? Oh, the hors d'oeuvres were a lot different. Yeah, how were they? Good hors d'oeuvres? They were great. They were great. Yeah. Maybe the highlight of well, of the cocktail hour for yeah, sure. Besides the Cotton Eye Joe. I was slipping on uh, caviar, little front for frog legs at one point. Did you do the frog legs? I tried to do everything I could that was as French as possible. I ate snails, escargot, I think they call it, frog legs, beef tartare, foie gras, the whole nine yards. I got it. So I got a call. So whatever time it was in France, I had woken up to this phone call and said, "You're never going to believe it." <laughs> Joey Coldcuts just requested the Cotton Eye Joe. As were people out there doing the? Well, I grabbed a big crew of people out there. I mean, I don't think it's a bad thing. Yeah, I... until they say, "Now, Mister and Miss Trebel, you are now husband." <laughs> get on, get in, get on, Eye Joe. I've been there in a long time ago. Two step. Now, uh, Bender, it was oh. Coldcuts. What take me even before France the night before France because what people got to know is you're, you're an absolute workhorse it no. just it never ends take me the the night before you had a what fourteen hour trip yeah I had I had a I had to be at the airport at five a.m. Okay, so take uh, me through the night before well I didn't I didn't go to bed that day I kind of powered through it I um I had all the stuff to do because I had. I procrastinate sometimes, you know, so I had left my packing, I had to do laundry, I had to do, you know, get the suit ready to the dry cleaners, nice, I had to work longer than expected, so all that stuff was kind of prolonged, and then a couple buddies asked me to go out. So, but before the, before the buddies even get here, what, so you worked the shift the day before France? Yeah, t probably next time I would take that day off just to prepare How for How many it. hours was that shift? About 13 and a half hours I worked. So probably. you're done at what time? I finished maybe, I started around, uh, I got there at 6.30, I think I left around 8, 8, 8.15 or something like that. 8.15, where were you headed to right after that? Well, first thing I did is I beelined it back to uh, to the dry cleaner to pick up my suit because I was worried they were going to be yeah. closed. Good dry cleaning hours. Yeah. Well, that's 24 impressive. hours. I yeah, made sure impressive. of that. Good. <laughs> and then uh, from there, I headed down to, uh, I had to buy cufflinks. Right. I did Ross. They were open until okay. 11.30. Bought some cufflinks, went back home. Started to pack. Friends called me. Packing was, again, prolonged. You never said no. No, I'm. I, I, I listen. I was technically on vacation, so I said, you know what? Why not? Let's go out and you get out. Go after. out. What were the spots you hit? <laughs> you got to hear this shit. What, what was the spots you hit before your French trip? Well, we started out at um, Ocean Prime. We right. did a couple cocktails. I like to do a little little diversity, so we go to a few different spots. It really kind of makes it fun. Then from there, we went to Chateau Marmont. We went to the Sunset Tower. I think we went to the um, Beverly Wilshire for a drink afterwards and, and see then the people. You, so then, and then you're coming right from then Ubering over to, to the airport? 
I went home. I packed within about 45 minutes because I think it was about 3.30. I got home, um, and then I had to call an Uber, and I went straight to the airport around 5. Get into France, and you're just getting right after it, right out of the get-go. Yeah, right right away. I was waiting for my buddy to get in, so I actually had a few hours to kind of kill. I did a little sightseeing, you know, or went to the cafe. And How could you some... go sightseeing after going to the Chateau Marmont? You probably hit the nice guy at some point. Then over on the trip, fourth, and you're going to go sightseeing? Well, the room wasn't ready for a while, so I didn't really have much of a choice. How shitty did the Eiffel Tower look at that point? In the I didn't <laughs> I, didn't. I mean, it's just this guy is just a machine. <laughs> I have asked him, and I swear to you, Alex, I, I, I say to him all the time, I, I've never, he's never said no, regardless of what he has planned that day. He's just an absolute work. You're the CC Sabathia of partying. Yeah, I you like just to send him out there. And and the thing is, I think because of my work hours in the past that I'm used to not going with sleep, you know, I'd have to work a banquet event till 2, 3 in the morning and be back at work at 6. And so from this, which is why you got the suit going, hell of a suit, Cuts. Thanks. I, I'm suit. going straight to work after this. Just Stand to... up. It's a good suit. You got that tailored? Yeah, it's tailored. Very nice. So you'll go to work right <laughs> after this. I got like literally half an hour in between. I got to go to work. And mm. this is takes me perfectly into our next part here. Because it just transitions perfectly. This is a regimen of a guy that is claiming you're going to be able to tackle Saquon Barkley. Well, I mean, I, I, I'm not saying on the first time. You said ten times, now, right? And like, for the folks who don't know, we have a bet going with Saquon Barkley. How did this thing start, by the way? I, I got tagged in this, and all of a sudden now you're making arrangements. This guy is a big man. Well, see, what's good, as are you, though, Joseph. Rob, and, I'm not a professional football player. But you know what? You got the drive, cuts. Well, I got the heart, but that doesn't mean that I can take down a guy with thighs twice the size of my well, body we mass. Were, we were out we were out to dinner and I basically volunteered you because I made a strong Thanks point for, for you. And and I like I said, I don't think you're a favorite to tackle him, but what I said to Saquon is that if you do a heat of ten rushes, knowing how hard you're going to go at it, and just, just you're going to give it everything. I said, you know, with your body mass, too, I said cold cuts is actually going to have a shot. Well, I actually talked to him about it. About how you're going to I saw him. him. It was out for his birthday party at um, uh, Delilah's. They were all oh, out yeah. there getting after it. Was that, that wasn't the night before France. No, it was two nights before. <laughs> and they messaged me at 12 asking me if our buddy Doyle messaged me at 12 saying if I wanted to come out. I was in my PJs ready for bed. I thought, well, Saquon's out there. <laughs> you gotta go. Your best bees out there. I rallied. <laughs> I think I texted you. You were sound asleep. I was you out were, like a light. Yeah, you were done. And then I got there, and um, I had met him before. Um, so I went up and I said hi, and you know, we started laughing. I said, so, what do you think about this? And he actually <laughs> said something along the lines of, he goes, he's a really humble guy. He's the best. I have a lot of respect for. Him. He goes, he's the best. You know, you might get lucky, bro, one time. So that to me, that fired me up. Right. As if he's thinking true. that I got a p potential chance, like. That's all I need to, you know. What would what would you put the honest, what do you think the honest odds? Because people have been DMing me as far well, as what it should be, Saquon by a million. What do you think the honest odds should be? It's got to be like plus 350. That's right where I would have had it. I mean, but, well, but I, I felt a little more confident. And then one of the followers actually sent me a video reel of him breaking tackles. And I, I was a little dejected after watching that. that was... But, Joe, <laughs> mind you, a lot of people say plus 350 isn't enough. 
Mind you, for those of the people who don't bet out there, if you put $100 on cold cuts making the tackle, you win $350. People think you should win $750, 900 I mean, yeah, maybe you could do it plus 450 I, I don't know. The thing is, you're doing – if it's an open-end field tackle, I don't stand – I can't even – I can't keep up with him. Well, that's but if thing. it's Oklahoma straight on, I mean, he might run into me. I might just grab him for dear life and try to pull him down with me What's while I'm your, falling. That's the thing. It's going to be head-to-head, body-to-body, you know, Oklahoma you gotta go low. style. SEC, maybe football style, just really well, rough and dirty. You know, I played football too in high school. So, but even with that being said, what would be your approach on Saquon? Because you can't go, you can't go high. No, if I go high, he's gonna just stiff arm me, or he's gonna just yeah, knock my to, lights out. You don't want to take a stiff arm. I think your best approach is go low, ankle tackle. Maybe you know what I was saying in one of the videos is you go by the waist and you just try to wrap up and just turn around like I said something like a boa constrictor how you just try to turn your whole body around now, and try what to trip would you them up do? well I mean I would show you but I'm a little bit constrained here and uh, go in ahead but pull it up let me just see what I you mean, would let me see what you would do if you were to go, go and approach Saquon Barkley <laughs> what would your approach be are we doing this in yeah. the studio stand up right now <laughs> we could do it I mean I just want yeah I just want to see So let me show, see what that anaconda so, role would be. Well, you got to start off in your three, and it's all about getting the, the pressure right off the lunge. Right. So you go in <laughs> grab around the waist, like if you're here, I'm grabbing around the waist, and I'm just locking in, and I'm literally <laughs> twirling around. Like I don't want to hit anything here, but I'm just going to try to take my body pressure and try to trip them up. It's not like I'm going to hit him with sheer force. You know, and let's do a full 360 in the suit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get, get up the suit. Look at the suit. First guy you to ever walk in here looks, with the suit, too. Look good. It looks like you feel good. She, you know, and we even talked to, to Cuz, who's Saquon's manager, who, by the way, thinks plus 350 is absolutely ludicrous. Well, what does he think it should be? Actually? He thinks it should be in the thousands. In the thousands? Yeah. If it's in the thousands, then your money's got to go on me. All I'm saying is people don't – I'm not saying you're going to do it. I think the odds are where they are. Obviously, you're an underdog, but I would not sleep on you putting them down. Well, the thing is you know this because we hang out all the time. If I'm doing something, I'm doing it 150%. There's, like your night outs. Well, yeah. and then it's, So either I'm going to end up tackling him or I'm going to the hospital. It's one of one or two. Well, you may tackle him. <laughs> even if you tackle him, you're still going to end up in the hospital. Well, yeah. But at least you tackled him and you cover the plus 350. <laughs> I might be in CTE protocol oh, yeah. for about a week or two. I but. might. That's a pretty strong chance right there if you ask me. Cuts, moving on from that, people have – I initially put on the story for people to ask us questions – you know, whatever they want to know, questions for you, questions for me. The main thing we got to address that just continued to pile in is how me and you met. We won't name the hotel. It was at a luxury hotel. Cuts, how did you and Big Bob meet? Well, I remember it. I'll, I'll keep this relatively brief, but it's a funny story. I'd never met you before, obviously. We were, uh, it was a Saturday night. We had live music in the in the bar playing when, you know, on the weekends we tended to do that. And the music, the musicians, I like to get after it, and I'm all about that. You know, you want to create a good atmosphere. So we, they asked me how loud they could play it. I said, go for it. By the way, w with that being said, when Cold Cuts was in charge of this restaurant, this son of a bitch never shut down. 
Well, I mean, I don't know when you're supposed to make last drink call, but <laughs> if you needed the only bar in Beverly Hills that was up and running till 5 a.m., just text me. You, you find Joey. Go. This thing didn't shut down. It was like a Denny's. We became an after hour club. <laughs> 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 we'd, we'd be slanging drinks. I'd start. There was actually one time there was a wedding party. I, sh I shit you not. They came in. They wanted to do drinks. I told them if they do bottle service, I'd cater to it. And the staff, they'd never done that before. So I think I sold like two or three bottles of Grey Goose Nothing and a bottle of champagne. Nothing goes down the hatch quite like a Moscow Mule 4 a.m. Yeah. in Beverly Hills. Hotel guests, you get the, the right <laughs> away, you know? Well, so, go ahead. So I think, you know, this was right around close to the start of my tenure when I was at the bar and and, I, and they asked me, they said, how loud can we play? I said, go for it. Like, if there's a noise complaint, we can, we can tend to bring it down after that point. Well, they went for it. And sure enough, the overnight, uh, was it supervisor from the hotel? She was the front desk. She was awful, by the way. She was the overnight. She brought nothing to the table. No, but she, that's why she was on the overnight. Yeah, that's true. She was the overnight so front she, office manager. So she came storming into the restaurant. I'm there having a good time. I think I was kind of on the, on the side, like kind of humming to the music. And she just ripped into me. She said, how could you have the music so loud? We have guest complaints, noise complaints. So, I, you know, I don't want to upset anybody. So I turned it down a little bit. I told them to turn it down. I wanted to do a follow-up because some of the songs they were playing coming up were going to be a little bit louder. So I wanted to let her know, A, that I had turned it down. And secondly, wanted to get the approval that moving forward, we were good. So I walk across the lobby and the front desk there. And I see this guy standing there. Young uh, young chap, and I go up to the you know to the front. I said, "Hey, can I talk to?" I think her name was Melissa. Melissa yeah. was her name, yeah, I yeah, think. Yeah. I said, "Can I talk to Melissa?" And then you're there, and you go, "Oh yeah, but um, unfortunately, <laughs> I think she's doing her rounds right now." So uh, I I was like, "Well, can I ask you a question?" I had never met this. you before, and I said, "What do you think about the music right now? Do you think it's too loud?" Like you, and you looked at me so seriously, and you go, "I think it's great. <laughs> I love it." <laughs> People having fun. They're having a good time. Like completely went aside what your boss at the time was telling me. And I was like, I don't know who you are, but I think that we're going to get along really well. And, and you're like, all right. He's like, we got maybe a couple of rivals left. He said, 